You're listening to the Shed Some Light Podcast, where the beers are kept cold and the conversation is always flowing. Coming to you live, it's Michael and Jack. Sit back, relax, and grab a cold one. It's time to get started. Fake Cracks, Shed Some Light, episode 155, coming to you on a Monday, day after Selection Sunday. So we have what I'm going to call our resident college basketball expert. Expert. Expert on the show. Tanner's joining us for the sports segment. How's everyone doing today? I'm doing great. Tanner, how are you? Doing great, fellas. Pleasure. It's a pleasure to have me on. A pleasure to be on, I mean... um, ready to talk some college basketball and talk bad about some college kids oh yeah <laughs> we gotta remember they're just kids by the way just kids just just kids just kids there you go all right so we're kicking off episode 155 here uh like we said a lot of college basketball talk in this one i'm gonna kind of throw it your guys way and uh we'll see where the conversation goes well i think we gotta start big 10 tournament no that's your, your fucking house an absolute yeah. heartbreaker for indiana they lose Just, in the semis to Iowa on a guy who's 25 years old, banking <laughs> in a three. He's actually older than me, and I've been out of college for two years. I looked this up because I was like, I remember him hitting a game winner <laughs> against Indiana my sophomore year of college. And I was like, holy shit, this guy's still on the fucking team? And he was. He's in the, yeah, he's in the same realm as like the Aaron Kraft, uh, Perry Ellis. Yeah, he's been there for, for fucking years, dude. <laughs> Just chucks up a, a three at the end of the at the end of regulation, banks it in for the win. Fuck you, Jordan Bohannon. But also, shout out to you for beating Purdue, because that's really all that matters. Yeah. Purdue didn't win the Big Ten. Iowa wins, and that's all I really care about is Purdue not winning. I care more about Purdue yeah. not winning than IU losing. Actually, I, I wish IU could have won. I'll be honest. <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent. And Purdue lost by more points than IU, so so who's the better team? There. So who's the better team by distributive property? Exactly. IU is better than Purdue. I mean, prove me wrong. I guess it's also one of those things. After watching this IU and like you know, there's a lot of like stuff to discuss about IU. One Miller cop. I don't want to <sighs> see that guy take the floor for IU. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> He's a garbage can. Dude, like, he's he's, he had, like, two big threes at the end of the game, but that was, like, basically it. He almost lost us the Illinois game after he had one fucking job. It was come in there and make a free throw. That was it. That was all he had to do. And he was a 91% free throw shooter, and he fucking bricks it. I feel like he is the IU equivalent of Prentice Hub, but Miller Cop is actually, I think, better at basketball. Okay, see, well, no. I'll be honest, no. I don't think so. You're saying he's a 91% free throw shooter? I guarantee you Prentice is not scratching the 90s. Yeah, but, like, if I'm talking, like, who's going to, like, get a bucket? Like, who can get a bucket better? As much as I hate to say it, Prentice Hobbs can get a bucket better than Miller Cop can. Dude, Miller Cop's got one thing that he can do, and it's, like, sit there and, like, maybe shoot a three. And even that is, like, very questionable. 
Prentice Hobbs yeah, the, the play, isn't good. The play of TJD turn turn it a has a wide open Miller cop for three. Oh. Decides to throw up a yes. hook. Like yes, Th- that was very funny. We so a little little backstory for the the whole Trace Jackson Davis at IU. Uh, Tanner texted me. I want to say it was middle of the Michigan game. And I was working, so I couldn't respond immediately. And he was like, hey, I don't know about this, but, like, I think I got a hot take. Like, Trace Jackson Davis isn't that good. And I was like, oh, I think he's like I, – I didn't see it till afterwards. So, obviously, Trace went off, like, towards the end of the game a little bit. They beat Michigan. Trace goes off against Illinois. And then Trace dominates against Iowa. And Tanner texted me. He's like – right after I responded, he's like, nah, I was just trying to, like, motivate him a little bit. Like, <laughs> like great spin zone. Great spin zone. And then, yeah, I'm I'm the fire under Trace Jackson. <laughs> exactly. He performs like I, due to my criticism. Yes, yes, we credit you for the wins. Like those two <laughs> wins in the Big Ten tournament was because of Tanner. But uh, so like we're all, we're just talking shit about Trace Jackson Davis all weekend to try to motivate him a little bit, like jokingly. And there's a point where Trace Jackson Davis takes like a a drop step into the post, has Miller Cop wide open on the three. Like, you can see him make eye contact with him and then just pulls up and shoots a double-teamed hook shot. And we were like, that sums up Miller Cop's <laughs> career so well. Like, wide fucking open. The guy sees him and he's like, nope, not today. And just fucking jump shot, a hook shot with fucking two guys on him. And I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. Like, Miller Cop is just... I, I don't know what to say about him because, like... <laughs> I'm 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 at, I'm at like a loss for words, like he sh- like when he was at Northwestern he would like shit on us, and just like drain threes left and right, and then that was the only thing we needed him to do here, and he can't fucking shoot to save his life. From an outsider's perspective, I mean, both of you went to IU, so you're a lot more familiar with the program. I don't think he's as bad as you guys make him sound. Oh my god, dude! You don't oh, man, watch you bad. don't watch IU basketball, dude. He's he is a walking trash can. He's not good so on defense, bad. not good on offense. Yeah, he's missing. He's supposed to be our shooter, and he's shooting like what thirty eight percent or Dude. something. Something bad. Xavier Johnson has a higher three point percentage than him, and Xavier Johnson's got like one of the most broken three point shots I've ever seen in my life. He he has turned into my favorite player. Yeah, on he's awesome. Roster the past ten games. He sucked at the beginning of the year. Yeah, and then he just, something just something just. Uh, it's when I started motivating. The real key is just Tanner shit-talking somebody. So hopefully Miller Cobb is going to go off in the tournament now. Now that we're shit-talking him, he's going to have he's going to average like 15, 20 a game in the tournament. And just we're going to – I'm just going to make a run. But spe- I think that's inevitable. Speaking of the tournament, I do want to get this out there real quick. Uh, in the description of the podcast as well as on all of our social media, there will be a link for the Shed Some Light – bracket tournament challenge on ESPN. So if you decide to enter, the winner will get some sort of prize. I don't know what that's going to be, but something. Enter. See who can get it. Uh, Speaking of the tournament, uh, Notre Dame is a play-in game at 11 with an overall record of 22-10. and And Michigan gets the 11 seed no play-in game with a record of like nineteen and twelve, I think that's thirteen. I think actually, with the IU loss, nineteen and thirteen. Yeah, one of the uh, just doesn't make a lot of fucking <laughs> sense if you're asking me. 
I don't know about that. And I don't want to come off to sound like... Michigan was Michigan? I, I think I missed... They're both... I, I Notre up. Dame and Michigan are both 11 seeds. Oh, they're both 11. Okay. Yeah. And I don't want to come... I obviously don't want to come off as biased. I'm going to come off sounding as biased. But, like, I mean, just based off a record, there's no way that Michigan should get the upper hand on Notre Dame seeding-wise. I agree with that 100%. And I know, that, I know the whole knock on Notre Dame has been like, yeah, like, Sure, they got like second in the ACC in the regular season, but everybody's like, "This is the down year for the ACC." Like, dude, it's still the ACC. Like, they're still good at basketball. It's not like they're fucking playing trash cans over here. Playing playing Rutgers for the playing game on Wednesday, and then uh, actual first round if Notre Dame wins that is against what the sixth seed? Do we know? Do we remember? No. Whoever the sixth seed was, I don't remember it off the top of my head. But when the bracket first came up, like. It's it seems to be a winnable game. Arkansas? No, no Alabama. 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 It's Alabama. Alabama. That's it. I knew it was I knew it was a red team from the SEC. <laughs> that was fucking narrowing it down. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe Notre Dame gets on a little run, or maybe they just get knocked out in the playing game. There's there's two equally likely possibilities there. There's the the two the, possibilities. The one I listen to you guys are pretty critical of Notre Dame the last one. Oh of these yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. So the two possibilities for Notre Dame are A, uh, lose the playing game, obviously, or B, uh, like make the Elite Eight. And there's like not really an in-between. Like they're not going to win the game and then like lose the next one. They're either going to be like, hey, we're fucking awesome for once, and they're going to be like really good and make a little bit of a run, or they're just going to absolutely shit the bed in the playing game. And that's about like the extent of both of those teams. <laughs> Like there's no, it's not. There's no shot they go right in between. Notre Dame basketball. Who's the high you. seed in that? Who's the high seed in that region? I believe Gonzaga and Duke. So if they, I'm they not, would play, is, are they on the bottom half where they play Duke? They would in the play Duke. And then yeah. Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. No, they would play Duke in the Elite Eight. Gonzaga in the Final Four. Oh okay. I believe right. They're in. Or wait, if they're both west, they'd have to play them in the elite eight because final four is from each region, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 They're in the west region. Yeah. So yeah. So then they would play. They'd play Duke in the Sweet Sixteen, Gonzaga in the elite. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Okay. I don't know if I. I don't think IU has been announced yet. I don't think so. Well, the whole bracket's done at this point. I thought they were just going through. They were still announcing one region. I thought they saw the South. Oh. Yeah. So if I IU will most likely be there. That'll be interesting to see where they put them. I'm guessing like a ten or an eleven seed. Comparatively speaking, to all the rest of them. But it doesn't make any that that still doesn't make any sense. Because like you put Notre Dame as an eleven seed, you put Michigan as an eleven seed. If you put Michigan as an 11 seed, you therefore have to put IU higher yeah. than an 11 seed. Mm-hmm. But IU, again, record-wise, doesn't match up with other 11 seeds that are getting, like, at-large bids. Not, not like, at-large, sorry, but just, like, just bids because they're, you know, who they are, not because they won the tournament. So I don't know where they're going to put. I'm guessing, like, a, at best, I think they get an 8. That's, like, if that's very generous yeah. 8. I, th- I think I think they're probably I think ten is probably going to be the number. If you just with the the losses they've had this year and 
they got hot at the right time, but I still think yeah. probably 10 is our cap. Yeah. 10, oh, yeah. Maybe a 9, maybe I'd an say, 8. I could see a on, 9. Again, like, I, I would think before, like... Every before all these like seedings were coming out as we're recording this, I would have said like a, a ten. But now that like you put Michigan and Notre Dame as an eleven seed, I'm like fuck it, maybe we can make an eight. You know, like who knows? At this point, anything's possible. Fuck you, Joe. How, uh, how did Notre Dame close out the season this year? Did they close out like in a strong fashion? Where I don't think I caught where they where they first came out in uh, ACC tournament. Yeah, well, I mean, they finished second in the ACC. They got a double buy in the ACC tournament and then lost to Virginia Tech, who won the ACC tournament. And Virginia Tech was, what, a seven seed? Yeah. So, I mean, like, not only did, like, if you're going to knock Notre Dame for losing to Virginia Tech, then you also have to knock Duke and North Carolina for losing to Virginia Tech. Because they, they beat Notre Dame, then they beat North Carolina, and then they beat Duke all in a row. So it's like... Yeah, it probably doesn't sound very good being like Notre Dame lost to Virginia Tech, but also at the same time, it's like sort of Duke, sort of North Carolina. So it's tough. I don't know. I, I, I think Notre Dame should have been a little bit higher, and I don't think they should have had a play-in game. I'll t- I'll, like, I'd be fine with them as an 11 seed, but having them as, a, as an 11 seed with a play-in game is kind of bullshit in my opinion. Again, I'm going to come off biased, but I feel like that's like a pretty fair analysis of them. I, I I think that's for twenty. You said twenty two wins. Yeah, twenty two and okay. ten. Twenty two yeah. and ten with the loss to Virginia Tech. That's including that loss. That's a lot of wins. I feel like so they, they so they went like would... double positive in the ACC. Yeah, and you're putting them as a play in with the eleven seed, and they put North oh, Carolina as an as an eight. I wow. just don't fucking get that, dude. We beat North Carolina. Just doesn't make any fucking sense, dude. Whatever. Fuck them. You're putting Marquette? <laughs> Marquette's a that's, nine? That's, that's tough. Marquette's that's a tough. nine? At 19 and 12? You gotta be they fucking some, They do have some big me. wins this year. I'll give them that. They beat Villanova twice. We beat North Carolina and Kentucky. I just found out prior to the... Oh, 12 seed? What? We're, oh, we're with the play-in? That's bullshit. How are we lower than Michigan? That's that's fucking horseshit. We're lower than Michigan and we fucking beat them and they have a better record? Lose to the fucking Wyoming Cowboys, man. That doesn't make any fucking sense, dude. That is such bull. You know what though? I like our I like our run. St. Mary's. Yeah, yeah St. we Mary's can fuck St. Mary's up, dude. I'm I'm always out on like the fucking West Coast teams like them and Gonzaga. So fucking, I got I got them making at least a little bit of a run here. We're playing. Uh, what time? Or no, it's gonna be an early game. Thursday. East Coast, maybe they have some some lag on them. We would we would play Wednesday then because Notre Dame does too. Yeah, playing games are Wednesday. Big Wednesday, huge yeah. Wednesday. I I love the side of the bracket we're on. Me too, dude. I think we can make a little bit of a run here. I think we I mean, make the Sweet 16. TJ, if TJD pulls his head out of his ass and stops sucking. Yeah, I mean, if he just isn't ass, then we'll be fine. Yeah, it's tough. He sucks at free throws. Yeah, he bad. sucks. He's horrible at everything, horrible. actually. Really bad, horrible. just in general. Yep. Uh, so, speaking of being horrible at things, do we want to talk a little bit of Duke? Oh, ah. 
Let's talk Duke. (laughs) All jokes aside, I love, I love the fact that Coach K lost his last home game, and especially that it was against North Carolina, plus couldn't even close out an ACC championship against Virginia Tech. You hate to see that. Oh, just so sad for him. Like, I really empathize with all the sadness he's feeling right now. It must really suck. It's the worst, dude. It's just fucking... What a great guy in particular. <laughs> Coaching aside. Yeah, we don't have... To, the basketball aside. He's Coaching aside, worst, worst what a great ever. guy. Like, what a great guy, dude. No, fuck <laughs> that guy, dude. I'm, uh, yeah, the worst. And we've said it a lot here, too. Like, we're an anti-Coach K podcast. But we're an anti, like we think he's a good coach. Obviously, there's no denying that he's a yeah. good basketball coach. I just think he's a little bit of a dickhead. Oh yes, that is incredibly accurate. Great coach. I mean, you can't do what he's done without. But as a person, he is just the worst. An absolute dickhead. <laughs> now, like I, I, I took notes on how, like I, the, I things I wrote down, like bullshit that he's done, and that I hate. Why I hate him. Let him rip, Yeah, baby. let's Let go him through. rip. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> He's out the notes. Most recent. Yeah, I, I have notes started with it. Most recent, he didn't like who they were like looking to replace him with. He took over his replacement search for a school he's not even going to be at. Yep. He's taking it over. He's yep. megalomaniac. Everything has to be about him. Um, s- second note. <laughs> he condemns one and dones back in the past starts saying how they're ruining college basketball now who does his team exclusively rely on each year that is true that is true that's a great point yeah uh i'll save this one for last because that one's not a ballot it's just a personal attack (laughs) 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 the uh the the season with his back will one the back injury like come on that's so he takes the season off and and then we're refuses to accept the losses and then now comes out and it's like you know what? i probably should have taken those losses <laughs> yeah I mean, the worst team he's had in years he's like ah oh, my back hurts this year my fucking just killing me <laughs> no, and, like, easily, and then he's like you know what you take the losses easily the worst team he's had in years too like they just <laughs> happened to you know coincide with his back hurting is just his shittiest team you got you guys know remember that video of him where he just like falls on the court as slow as possible <laughs> <laughs> into the fetal position. <laughs> okay, next point on Coach K. Um, the one remember the news reporter that asked him like a question, the student one, and he, oh, like, oh shit, ripped that him. dude. Oh, and it was like a valid question. He said, "What's the next step? Like after a loss, like what do you got to do?" Valid question. Yeah, basic one, and he has to like try to embarrass him and lecture him on. That like oh also shout out Big Ten most most bids shout out to the Big Ten and the ACC both top five shout out to the Mountain West <laughs> for being honest the Mountain West with four that's a lot poverty Pac twelve is poverty they had three teams un un shout out to the Pac twelve with three mm-hmm. like come on first four. Th- Hold on, first four teams out, we got Dayton, Oklahoma, SMU, and Texas A&M. Did Joe Lenardi have any of those in his first four out? I hope fucking not. I think he had <laughs> SMU. I think he had SMU, because SMU was like a border team with Indiana, and they lost, and Indiana won. I would, I'm going to die if those were like his exact first four out. Get that nerd off the airways. <laughs> Joe Lenardi can suck my Joe ass. <laughs> Un- unrelated to uh, Coach K, Joe Lenardi can lick my balls, dude. <laughs> 
Like, I, I agree with what calls. you said. He has no repercussions for being Dude, wrong. Yeah, he should have to come on here. He should have to come on here and be like, "Yeah, I fucked up. I missed all four of these teams, or whatever." Like that's some bullshit. Give me a notes app. Give me a notes app about a mess up on it and just tweet it out. <laughs> yeah. I need I need Joe Lenardi. I need to look up his most recent last four in. <laughs> All right, what else do we got on Coach K here? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, th- I think I have three more Coach K points. Uh, his his lecturing of Dylan Brooks, like in the in a the tournament when they're we- winning, and he has to lecture him because he like shot it with a couple seconds left. Like they're about to go to like the Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight or whatever, and he's lecturing another player. Yep, terrible guy. Yep. Who were the first four out? Sorry, real quick. It was uh, SMU Dayton. and Oklahoma. And Dayton and Texas A&M. Oh. Uh, he only got two of those right. 50%? Bullshit. Fuck you. You need to get 100% of those right. He also had he also had Wyoming first four out. Nope, they were last Lick four Lick my balls. Suck it. <laughs> Fuck you. Alright, continue with okay. that shitbag on yeah, so, so, okay, so, I mean, you guys such the, his speech after when he gets to call this impromptu, like, this isn't planned. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like, come on, man. He's just so about himself. Like he, he had just had to take that moment to make it more about him. Dude, also just the whole season. He, this was a retirement yeah. tour. He announced he was yeah. retiring before the season started. He was like, last yeah, season, I'm gonna go right. out there. I'm gonna go out there and and, yeah. and retire for an entire season straight. <laughs> I could I'm see retire dude. so hard this year. <laughs> I'm gonna retire the <laughs> fuck out of this year, dude. <laughs> I could see him like no joke. Like I could see him like genuinely like if they make it to like the final four, him being and but don't win the title, him being like this is not the way I want to go out. Like I'm coming back for another year, <laughs> and then being like retirement tour 2.0. What if what if they're just <laughs> what if they're down so much in like a clutch game like Elite Eight or something, and then he just retires at halftime, dude. Honestly, that would tip the scales the other way. I would respect the fuck out of him if he did that. If he was just like, fuck you all, I'm out. Like, mid-game, I would be like, all right, man, I fucking, I gotta respect that. <laughs> Dude, yeah, 100%. I would, I would respect him way more if he did that. And kind of which goes in the last, my, my last valid point, is this, when he, like, freaks out on his own fans. Oh, yeah. Like, Yells at kid and the students. They're just kids, and he's yelling at them. They're just kids. That's what people got to remember. They're just kids. They're just kids, and he's yelling at them. Yeah. Okay. And I, my, my last point. I like it. I like it. Before you say that, before you say that, I like it how you you distinguish your before that. You go my last valid point, and then you're like, <laughs> I'm gonna have an invalid point coming up next. But this one, this one just preposterous. But of all the people, I was thinking about it. Of all the people in that are going to be relieved that he's retired. People in the ACC, the students who don't want to be yelled at for no reason. The person who's the happiest that he's retired is any stalker at a computer computer shop where they have to stock the ink for the printers because he is buying out every jet print printer ink for his hair. That stupid black hair. That kid is going to breathe a sigh of relief because he doesn't have to go and know that Coach K's coming every two weeks to buy everything. I'll, I'll take a 12-pack of the A4200 from Staples, please. <laughs> Kid's like, you know that print's like a 1,000 pages. Like, you only need one of those. He's like, no, give me all 12 of them. <laughs> Fucking we give won't it have to any me. for weeks. I know, I'll be back. Give me another one. <laughs> they just have a separate order for him. 
Like, it's just like, hey, we'll get the normal for everybody else, and then what does Coach K want? We'll get that, too. He, he buys out the, st- the, the, like, the presentation once. He buys the ink out of the printers they have for your show. <laughs> I, I, I like that as a last point there. That's a great wrap-up. Uh, you, 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 like, you, you brought it up as not being valid. I think that is valid. I think that's a valid point. I think, that's, I think you're fine with being able to say that and be like, that's an actual valid point. Like every every kid that works at Staples is like wiping the sweat off his brow now. He's like, oh fucking hell yeah! <laughs> every kid at Staples after they've restocked is looking like Jimmy Butler in the finals. Fucking <laughs> 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 uh, Jesus, dude! Yeah, Coach K. We're an anti Coach K podcast. Obviously, yes. great coach. I think he's a little bit of a dickhead. So very funny how. And now I hope they lose in like the first round. And I hope they get upset by like the 15 oh. seed, like a nice little Florida Gulf Coast, Murray Some State type of run. Yeah, is that who they're playing? Yeah, I think Chattanooga is 15. I, I I think they might be against Duke because I don't remember looking at these other two seeds. Dude, Chattanooga that that's my uh, that's my sleeper team in March Madness. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> yeah, of course. dude. Not nah, actually, they got the fucking they got the kid from Can or from Kentucky. He was like the five star number one recruit. Uh, like something De Silva, or Souza De Silva, or something like that, and uh, he like couldn't play at Kentucky because he didn't go, he wasn't in the United States for long enough, and then transferred to Chattanooga, and he's like legit like a seven-one like stud, and he's now at Chattanooga, so he's they're my dark horse for making like a little bit of a run. I was I was stand corrected. It's CS Fullerton. That's who they're playing. Oh well, we're can't, we're in can't on, familiar. We're in on CS Fullerton. California State Fullerton. Cal is that State it? Fullerton. Yeah. Let's go, baby. Great baseball school. Yeah, huge baseball school. But now they're going to be an even bigger basketball school once they upset Duke first round. You can catch that in my bracket on the Shed Some Light Bracket Challenge. <laughs> Duke going down in the first. Big time. This is this is also a weird year for the bracket just because I feel like. Normally, I'll be like, I'll pick a ton of like underdogs and like upsets and everything like that, and I'll be mm-hmm. like, hey, like I, I feel confident about these teams, and that's because like there's always like one dominant team in college basketball, and I'll be like, all right, they're so dominant that I'm gonna pick an upset against them almost. This year, there's no dominant team, so I feel like I'm gonna pick all the upsets, and it's gonna be the one year where like all the top seeds win. Yeah, the one year with all four seeds yeah. in the final. I, I, it's yeah, it's definitely weird this year. There's not like a team that everyone's called out like this is a team that's looking to lose this. Like there's they're the ones who have to mess up to lose. Everyone else is pretty like it's pretty level playing field. Yeah, like I don't I don't think there's a team where I'm like, oh yeah, it's like their tournament to lose. Like they're they're clear in a way like the favorite team. I think like any team could like legitimately any team could beat anybody on any given day, and I know that's like the typical college basketball like oh yeah that's that's very normal but it's like this year in particular it's like a 15 could be a two you know whatever could be a 14 could be a three like that none of that's gonna like shock me i'm not gonna be like wow that was like a crazy win by them like they had no business winning that game like every team i could be like yeah fucking they could lose like they got a bad day like they could easily lose this game so but knowing that like i said knowing that probably none of that's gonna happen I almost always go with chalk picks, and it never works out in my favor. So maybe this year it does. All the chalk picks? Could. Yeah. 
if you want to make a I good bracket, it. if you want to make a good bracket, just wait till I make mine and then a pick against me. Yeah. And that's normally very yeah. good. Like that's normally like you're in the right spot then if you're if you're doing that. Yeah, if you, if you fade every one of my picks, then you'll it's, be you're great. Hey, you'll be winning this success. tournament easily. <laughs> yeah. I I True. I'm just I'm just baffled on this seating. How the fuck yeah. does Indiana have a play-in game and Michigan doesn't? That, that they like they, those two should have been switched entirely. It that makes make, no that sense. make any fucking sense. We're we are we are three seconds away from making the Big Ten title, and you give us a play-in game after we beat Michigan in the first round. Why does that make any sense? And then sense? beat the one seed. Yeah, and then one beat the one seed. Why the fuck does that make any sense? Oh, Indiana's game is on Tuesday. Tuesday. Well, lock it in. Lock it in on Tuesday. Let's go. Did they say the times? Is it 1130? Times have not been announced yet. I'm assuming it's got to be a later game. There's only two games okay. on Tuesday and two games on Wednesday. So, I, yeah, I would think that I would they would start them time on the day. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see Indiana play in the, in the tournament, but I'm also a little bit nervous. Yeah, words can't explain like how we were the first class that I knew in sixty years to not see a tournament. I know that's crazy. Last year's was next. Notre Dame and IU were on the same side of the bracket, so we could meet in the final four. (laughs) Imagine, (laughs) imagine. Inevitable. (laughs) I think we got to do something like we got to give away something or do like a little promo if that happens. Like you know what the odds of that happening are. Yeah, yeah. If Notre Dame and IU both make it to the Final Four, we'll do, like, school-colored shed-some-light gear. Something something along those lines. We'll do some type of raffle, too, if anybody, like, actually predicts that in the tournament and it happens. Like, we'll give away, like, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, something like that. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll, put my, I'll put my money where my mouth yeah. is. That's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be honest. I, I hope it does. Will it? No. We get another Crossroads Classic. That's what everyone in yeah. the world is looking for. <laughs> That's what all the true college basketball fans are just dying to see. <laughs> yeah. But back, yeah, back to the Hoosiers. I feel good if, if we can beat Wyoming. Like, there's not there's not many hotter teams than us right now. Yeah, I, think I Wyoming would agree. Lost first game of their journey, and we're we're yeah point one point whatever seconds away from not yeah from being in the Big Ten title. I will say, though, just, like, from watching IU this year, I know that we're, like, super hot right now, but they are truly another form of Notre Dame where it's, like, we could get smoked in this first round of this game against Wyoming or we could make the Final Four, and there's, like, like those are the two sides of Indiana. It, it's going to come down to can we shoot the basketball? Because, like, we can, we can lock down. Yeah, we can lock down any team. Like that's fine. Like our defense is great. It's gonna be down. It's gonna come down to can we score. That's a crazy thing to say in college basketball because it's normally the other way. On if, just about yeah. every other team, it's like can they defend somebody because everybody can score. We're the opposite. We have no business scoring any points, but we can lock down everybody. So I don't know. I'm interested to see what they do. I really, I really, genuinely like don't know how to feel about them. I like I'm more scared hot. of that game than St. Mary's, honestly. Yeah, no, I would, I would 100% agree with that. 
Because if we go out too and we like dominate Wyoming, then I'm like, all right, fucking, we're ready to rock. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna fuck St. Mary's up. But then if we don't, it's like, eesh. You know what's scary though? I saw when Wyoming was on like the on the live stream. They have a ginger with a mullet on their team. Oh, that's fuck. the exact type of player. That's the exact type of player where Sports Center is just like hoping they're grinding their fingers together, hoping they get some content your mullet to be able to put them on. Be oh like, yeah, he scored fifteen points to close out the game. Sports Center's licking their chops right now, seeing that <laughs> yeah. dude being like ginger mullet. Let's fucking go. That's content for at least like two three days. God, dude, I'm fucking, I am actually, though, pumped for March Madness this year. Like, I, I didn't, uh, I couldn't watch a lot of March Madness last year because I was, like, working during those times, so, like, a March Madness last year, to me, didn't really happen. It was just, like, one of those things that, like, went and, like, it was just gone. This year, I'm actually, like, I'm locked in. Like, I'm locked into this March Madness because I feel like it's going to be fucking one for the ages, too. Yeah, I'm dialed in too. Like the, I, I agree. I had the same deal. Like last year, I don't even remember anything from the tournament last year or the last one. Was that the? That was, was that the Baylor? Was Bay okay? And then the one before that was what Gonzaga, Texas Tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I feel like yeah. Since since the since like basically our senior year of school, I haven't paid attention to it. Yeah, like, no. like I, I would know, but miss out on that stuff this year i'm actually focused in like i know teams going into it i'm ready to like i've watched a lot i'm ready to actually see how it goes yeah i agree i agree i'm pumped we'll see oh also you said that uh you got a couple animals to discuss you about the uh oh, the, yes, the yes, starting yes. five for the animals you said we missed two oh, I, very yeah, easy ones. I two I'm, ones i'm very interested to see what these are First, and this is probably a more viable pick based. My other one might be a little controversial. My first pick, and these are both point guards. You missed out on a defensive point guard that would lock up anyone. Okay. The honey, the honey badger. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree with that. But the way the way I'm picking my team, I don't need a defensive point guard. I need I need a pass first yeah. point guard. Yeah. I think the Eagles got you know the vision. You know. 2020, he's hey, out the there. Honey badger the honey badger's like Tony <laughs> Allen out here, who's just fucking, he's locked <laughs> it's, in, it's dude. Patrick Beverly. He's sla- locked honey badger in. badger is getting at least 10 court slaps. Yeah. Uh, oh. At, at least 10 a game. Easily. He's going to get maybe a technical foul. Yeah. He, he'll be he'll be in that dude's ass all day. He'll be he'll be right there. Yeah. To Michael. So, honey ba- I don't know. Honey badger be running all over that court. Yeah. You missed it. He said lockdown point guard, honey badger. As the, as his first pick that we missed in the in the animal draft. Oh, that's good. It's that's good. I like that defensive yeah. specialist. Yeah, yeah. That's he a, seems he's all over the court. Patrick Beverly, Tony Allen, first yeah. team all defense. He seems like a guy though that like he's with the kangaroo like six man of the year. Like that's who I bring off the bench. Okay. Like that's who I bring off the bench and like hey, like you need to lock this guy down crunch time. Here's where you go, the honey badger. Wreak havoc. Yeah. Like let's fuck some shit up, honey badger. You're in. I like that. Okay. My my next one, a little more controversial. Not necessarily a position on the floor for this. It would probably be a guard. But it brings more intangibles with what it is. A poison dart frog. <laughs> they're, they're small, though. Yeah, but I'm playing defense, incidental contact. 
rubs on rubs on them, they get paralyzed and die. That's just defense. See, I, we just murdered some motherfuckers. Like a porcupine. A porcupine's got the best box out. A porcupine's got the best box out this side of the Mississippi. Like he, <laughs> nobody's coming in. He's grabbing every board with the porcupine. I was looking to incorporate a frog into my lineup, especially for the the sticky tongue factor. Like shot goes up and he just snatches that thing out of midair. <laughs> I don't, I don't hate it. I, I think the size is what kills him, but also the yeah, size you is what bring kills him off others. The bench to get a quick five eliminations, <laughs> yeah. you're golden. If some guy's really blown by you on the other team, you just bring that guy out. He might get a flagrant two immediately and get tossed, but he'll he'll do his <laughs> job. Flagrant two for murdering the other team, but. <laughs> He'll fucking do his job, and he'll get that guy right out of the game. Their number one scorer option. He sees the cheetah getting wow. too many transition points. Poison real quick. <laughs> Just dead. I, I don't hate that. I Like I said, the only thing I got to gripe with is the size. The size is what kills you here. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he's a specialist. I want to get your take on this, because I, I had a heated debate the other day at dinner. Do you think the ostrich has the best clip in the animal kingdom? Oh, dude, the, the ostrich—it it has, like you said, the body form. Besides the oval stomach, yes, dude, it has the has the dude, like size. Yes, makeup. that's like Duncan the, Robinson could be an ostrich. Yes, that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> the, the ostrich is just sitting at the three point line, just fucking bang, 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 bang all day, dude. He doesn't do much else, but he just sits there and he fucking clips threes, and that's all I need him to do. That's why he's my two guard. What other animal has a better clip than the ostrich? Nobody's given me a viable option yet. But you also haven't given a viable option as to why you think he should have a good jumper other than he's got a weird body shape. <laughs> he's got the body type of a guy who shoots a lot of threes. That's my point. And, and nobody can nobody can argue otherwise because nobody's <laughs> given me a better argument for it. He's got a he fucking clip. He's speed. He's tall. He's skinny. He fucking just bow, bow, bow. Like, it, I don't know how, like, that's, like, my immediate thought. If somebody was like, hey, who's got the best clip in the animal kingdom? Immediately, ostrich. Like, what's the first What's the first animal that comes to your mind? I don't know. Not an ostrich. It's I can tell ostrich. you that. It's an ostrich. <laughs> it's an ostrich. He's just like, bang, bang, bang. He's a little quick down the court. Bang, spot up. Pow, pow, pow. I, I had another one that I, it was a, one I was thinking of I forgot about just until now. Another one for, uh different court factor a howler monkey strictly for distraction purposes okay oh. just screaming <laughs> screeching when someone's just, going up for a joke he seems nah, you know what the howler monkey is howler monkey's like your number one fan like he's behind the basket <laughs> at all times like just screeching when the other team gets the ball he's like moving seats at halftime too he's like i gotta go i gotta go and fuck these dudes up when they're shooting he buys two sets of season tickets one behind each basket depending on the half yeah yeah, like he's a he's a diehard right there. That's what he is. Who would be who would be your like uh yeah, who would be your like uh your enforcer? Like if you need to come in hard foul. Maybe like a rhino? Uh like a silverback? Okay. I don't hate that. Oh, that's that's kind of what came to my head for silverback. Rhino was on like when I was doing it in my head rhino, I think I was going to have it my four just as, yeah, just as like an enforcer. The, the rhino, like, I feel like Silverback's coming down with, like, a hard slap, you know? Rhino's just, like, bodying a guy. Uh, and being uh, like, fucking drive my lane again see what happens. A bull when you're playing an opponent that has red jerseys? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Uh, only specific days. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're playing a team with blue jerseys. They're like, hey, Bull, get in. He's like, nah, not today, dude. <laughs> Fuck no. That's when they pull him for the, the 10 day contract. <laughs> yeah. They pull him up from the G League. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah fucking no shot today, dude. I, I love that this has been like a heated debate between like people that like my immediate like friend group has been like a heated debate about who's our starting five <laughs> animal edition. <laughs> we missed you missed out too, uh like a Kodiak grizzly bear at the center. Dude, okay, yeah. My other my I don't know if I said this is my honorable mention, but the polar bear is uh, the yeah, biggest yeah, yeah. the biggest of bears. And I mean like that's that's really where you need him, like at a four, I think, like a four guard. Or four, like, forward right there. You don't need him at the center. Because I think the center's locked up between giraffe and elephant. Yeah, that's you know, a pretty good one. I mean, the, the, the elephant, I'll tell you what, just fucking bodying people left and right. <laughs> fuck, the elephant, fuck. didn't you say the shack and the dude on the Knicks when he jumps yeah. on him and puts Yes, him dude, down? yes. That, that is what the elephant <laughs> is. It's a fucking yam town and he's shoving whoever else down. And I'll take I'll take my elephant any day of the week. If if uh, if Shaq is the elephant, I consider Giannis to be the giraffe. Different no, skill sets, no. but both very valuable. No, I give you Yao Ming. That's what I was gonna say. Is Yao? I'd give you Yao. I think a giraffe is better than Yao. No, <laughs> you Giannis. Giannis is like a generational player. You're not giving you're not giving the giraffe a generational player. Tallest neck in the animal kingdom? Yow. Yeah, that's Yow. Nah. Everything about the giraffe screams Yao Ming. Tall, frail. Giannis is fucking Giannis is fucking jack, dude. He has, he has long, lanky muscles. Giannis is like jacked. Built. Giannis is jacked. Comparatively speaking to Yao, Giannis is jacked. I'm jacked. He came in like a baby, a baby giraffe, but now Giannis is a whole different freak. He was a little skinny when he came in. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you want to if you want Giannis to be the giraffe, you get like Giannis is like rookie year. Like not now. Now Giannis is like. <laughs> A when he's grown two inches and put yeah. 50 pounds of muscle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, what else? What else? Do, you have, do we have any other basketball to talk? I don't know. I think, that, I think that's it. Do we have a, like a just gut reaction prediction for the national champion or no? Did anybody got one? I got to save it for my bracket. Gut reaction, who I'd like to see. A... Gut reaction, who I'd like to see, and I know they're a one seed. I wouldn't mind seeing Auburn win it all. Yeah, I was going to say Auburn. I kind of like Baylor um, or Notre Dame. <laughs> oh, yeah, or Indiana. <laughs> I'll put Indiana out there. I would like to see Indiana win. So yeah, I would. I, I agree with Auburn of the higher seeds. They're different um, Yeah. in the Hoosiers, of course. but Besides Duke, is there anybody that we would like to see fail? Gonzaga again? Uh, always, always. I don't know. Um, Purdue. Yeah, Purdue. Obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that now Purdue. that Iowa won, I would now like to see them fail. Now that they won, Losing now that the they... Richmond Spiders. <laughs> yeah, That'd be great. Yeah, uh, Rutgers or Wyoming. Yep, I would. I would like yes. to see both of them fail. So spectacular. Yes, very badly actually, both ways. So I see both of them 
crash and burn immediately. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like Auburn. That I think that's going to be my pick. There you go. I'll have to dive deeper into the bracket, but who knows? But do, do you guys, real quick, do you guys have a top four, like an under four seed that you think can make a run? Uh, I, I said it before. I said Chattanooga. Chattanooga is my team to make a run. <laughs> the, uh, I'm going with Chattanooga. As much as I, you know, didn't like them when I was at ETSU, I got to respect them now. So fucking let's go Chattanooga. I don't have one off the top of my head. I, I need to look at the bracket again, but I, I guess I could get on the Chattanooga train. Let's go the Chattanooga train. Third, we got a third seat on that train. The, yeah, dude. There's, there's always room on the Chattanooga train. The Chattanooga train's there all day. My other, the one that I have, other, UConn's a five, so that's kind of lame one, but I think they're probably going to be Arkansas, New Mexico yeah. and Arkansas, but I think Murray State's going to be good this year. They only have, like, what, two losses? Yeah. I, I, wouldn't, like mi- I wouldn't mind seeing that. I wouldn't mind. Beat, beat Kentucky? That'd be awesome. I Well, yeah. Okay, so now I'm definitely in on that because I'm fully in on the Kentucky's overrated train. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I am so out on Kentucky that I couldn't be more in on whoever's playing them. Whoever's playing Kentucky, I love you guys. Like, Kentucky. Yep, Kentucky fucking sucks. I'm so I'm out on Kentucky. But, yeah. It should be a good March Madness. So if you're filling out a bracket, go on to ESPN, Men's Tournament Challenge, search for the group, shed some light. Be sure to join. We'll be there. We'll be playing. Is there anything else? Tanner, you got anything you want to say? Um, Chicago Bulls are frauds. No. Oh, oh don't you dare come frauds. on and say that. Don't you <laughs> dare come on and say that. They're frauds. Don't man. you fucking no. I'm cutting this out. I'm cutting this out. I'm cutting this out. I'm cutting this out. If Alonzo, Patrick, and uh, Caruso are back, I'm back in on the AC's back. Frauds. AC's back, and we played fucking great last night. I think I I if Patrick Williams and Lonzo are there for playoff yeah. run, I'm good. But without their defense, I think we're frauds. Listen, you gotta be you. Either you're seeing red or you're not seeing red. I mean, I'm always seeing red. This I don't know about that. You just so you just said that they're frauds. You just said <laughs> that they're frauds. Yeah, I can, I can see the clear red. No, you gotta be in. You gotta be in or you gotta be out. He's seeing red. It's just farther right. off in the distance. Yeah, no, I, it's got to be. I'm seeing red at the end of the tunnel. You guys, are it's like got to be blinding my eyes. That's how red it is, dude. Like I can't see anything but red right now. I'm in. I, I, I said this to a couple of my buddies. I said because they they were the same way where they were like the bulls are dead, and I said we're not dead. We just got shot and we're severely injured and in critical condition, but we're not dead. We're not dead. <laughs> we have a pulse. Yeah, we're still there. Doctors got to fucking stitch us back together, but we are alive. Go Bulls. Seeing red. Anything else you got? Um, I think that is it for me. All right. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. We'll have you back, uh, I, I'd say, kind of periodically throughout the tournament. Yeah, definitely. That's I'd right love with you. to get in and hate on some teams. Big time. All right. Well, we were wrapping up the uh, recording Record the uh, interview session. That's the word I was looking for. (laughs) And uh, we'll jump into the rest of the show now. (laughs) All right, boys are back. Non-interview portion of the podcast. (coughs) Excuse me. We are wrapping up the show with uh, some more sports talks, more 
I don't know, random stories, dumb thoughts. We'll see where this takes us. Thank you again to Tanner for coming on, talking some March Madness, getting everyone ready. Hopefully your brackets are being filled out as you're listening to this. I don't know. We'll see. Um, But let us know who you got. Who's your winner? Who's your champion? And be sure to join the Shed Some Light Bracket Challenge on ESPN. Again, ESPN Men's Bracket Tournament Challenge. Search for the group Shed Some Light. It's a public group. Feel free to join. Tell your friends to join. Winner will get some sort of Shed Some Light Miller Lite related prize. Boom. Why not? Moving on here. What other sports are we talking today? I want to talk a little bit baseball. Okay. White Sox. Looking good. Looking real fucking good. White Sox. Sign Joe Kelly. Sign Josh Harrison. Both are like perfect signings for the White Sox. Southside Kelly. Joe Kelly on the south side is like the most, like that's the the, the most perfect fit of all time. Like a shit talking, like big time reliever is like that's where you live on the south side. Joe Kelly, <coughs> how you doing? I'm dying over here. <coughs> Joe Kelly and Liam Hendricks coming out of the same bullpen is legendary. These two just shit talking batters left and right is gonna be hilarious. Yeah, like yeah. fucking let's ride. I'm in. I'm in. And then Josh Harrison's perfect, like backup second baseman. It's obviously not gonna be like a star. But he's going to do his job, and he's going to be a great role player. Role player. That's all we really need from a second baseman right now. Backup. I, he's going to start, right? Uh, Leori. I mean, it's going to be Leori. I'll be honest with you. I, I honestly don't think so. I guarantee you. I will almost guarantee you it's Leori Garcia starting a second base for the White Sox. We're going to have to see. If if it's not him, it's Jake Berger. Yeah. Josh Harrison is not going to start at second base. You don't think so? No. I think he has a shot. No, no, no. He's he's a great like backup role player. He's not going to start. He's going to get games where he starts, for sure. But he's not like he's not my everyday second baseman. We'll see. We'll see. Um still a lot to be uh still a lot of free agents out there. Love to see KB on on the south side. Doesn't uh, don't spring training games start this week? Yep, yep. Uh, there was a video from the White Sox spring training. Liam Hendricks, mid season form. Yep, missing a pitch. Fuck shit! God damn it! It's like yep, that that's about how it goes for Liam Hendricks. That's my fucking reliever, the best reliever in baseball. That's how we do it. Also. Power rankings. First official power rankings came out for MLB. The White Sox. Number two. Yeah, I know. We were talking about this prior to recording. Um I like I like it obviously, but like I also don't like it. I do. I like it. I like it all around. And I get why you don't like it. But at this point in time, it is time for us as White Sox fans, and it is time for us as the the players on the White Sox to fucking nut up or shut up. I don't want to be an underdog. I want the respect that we deserve. We are a good fucking baseball team. We are a very good fucking baseball team. And I don't want to be in the top 10 and have everybody be like, "Oh, yeah, they make a they they made a run out of nowhere into the playoffs." No. We are a fucking good ass baseball team and it's time for us, not only as fans, 
but as players to start thinking like that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I obviously understand that. I was thinking back to, like, all of the teams that I cheer for. And, uh, I mean, sure, the Blackhawks won in, like, what, 13, and they had that whole 13, run. 13, 15, like 17 or something like that? Yeah, but, like, I'm not the world's biggest Blackhawks fan. There's never been, like, a team that I legitimately root for that actually ever does good. Yeah, so and that's, that's the problem. And that's, we, I think, why I embrace the underdog role. Yeah, we love the chase. We love the chase of being good. And when it's time to be good, we're all scared of that. Yep. Time to nut up or shut up. I'm fucking done being scared because the White Sox are a fucking unit of a team, dude. Luis I, Roberts going to fucking compete for the AL MVP. If this team stays healthy... I don't think there's a better better team in baseball top to bottom, and I'm not fucking around at all. Yeah, I'm just so used to being let down that that's why I like embrace, like, if we were like the number five team, I'd be like, all right, no. we're in a good spot. Yeah. <laughs> I want to fucking, I want to I say it, and I want to I manifest it, and I want to believe in it, that we are that fucking good. Because we are. If we stay that healthy, if we stay healthy the whole year, we are that fucking good. And it's time to start. It, it, it's we got to stop being like, hey, we're like the number five, we're the number four, we're the number six, whatever. No, we are fucking good. We are really good. This is what we've been waiting for. Yeah, we are a top two, top three team in baseball. Let's fucking go, big time. It, it like I said, Blackhawks had their nice run in the early twenty tens, and like. I, I, I root for the Blackhawks, but, like, I'm not a diehard. After that, Sox, Bears, Bulls, Notre Dame. Yeah, no, I, like, I definitely understand where you're coming from. Sox being the latest one in 2005, and I was in fourth grade. No, I, I 100% understand where you're coming from, where it's like— because I've done this, too. I, I had that—I had your mindset at the beginning of last season, where I, I love the chase. I love the chase of being like, oh, we're going to be good in a couple of years. Guess what? I said that a couple of years ago. And so now it's time for me to back up my fucking words. It's time for the White Sox to back up their fucking words. And it's time for us to be fucking really good at baseball, dude. Yeah. Like, we're going to be good. Hopefully. If we stay healthy, we're going to be fucking a absolute powerhouse. Also, shout out to the MLB for taking away the runner on second and extra innings. Yeah, fuck that, dude. And for giving everybody the universal DH. Yeah, let's I love go. bombs. I love bombs. Big time. Okay. Last last pitcher ever to take a nap at, Kendall Graveman. Yeah, now on the White Sox. Technically, if you're going with, you know, Shohei, that's fine too, but. I want you to Shohei the way. But speaking of Kendall Graveman, with Joe Kelly, I mean, that bullpen is going to be fucking disgusting. Yep. There's still a shot that they said, I saw it today, there's still a shot that they re-sign Ryan Tapera. If they re-sign Ryan Tapera, it's fucking, that bullpen is the What's the, what's the deal with Kimbrel, though? He's like, still on the team. I know, but why? Why not? I get that he was like, he, he's good, but I don't think he, um, I just don't think he's good on the White Sox. Yeah, and I understand why a lot of people have that, you know, kind of thought, I'm going to believe in him. 
until he leaves the White Sox, I'm going to believe in him. I, I, I feel like he is uh, just like in the wrong situation. Yeah, no, but I think that's also I'm something not saying, that like I'm not saying that he's a bad pitcher. I'm just saying that I don't think he really uh, is like the the like fits in. I think that was probably a lot of times like getting thrown into a new situation last year. And maybe he wasn't able to adapt to that, which, you know, at the same time sucks because he should be able to adapt to that. But give him a year. Until he is traded, I'm going to believe in him. Okay. If if you're on the White Sox, there are very few people that I'm against on the White Sox, and it's basically Leori Garcia. And even then, I'm not out on Leori Garcia. I'm just out on him being a starting player on the White Sox. Like, if he's like a, hey, every, like, fourth, fifth game he plays, I'm in. But as a starter, I'm out. Didn't you just say he was going to start at second base? Yeah. I didn't say I was happy about it. I'm being honest with you. He's going to start at second base. I don't think so. Who is going to start over? Josh Harrison. He's not better. Okay, listen. Josh Harrison is good. He's not great. He's not anything to fucking run home about. He is a solid role player. He is the same thing that Leori Garcia is. We'll see. We'll see. But the White Sox are going to be a fucking wagon. And I'll take all the bandwagon fans I can get. <laughs> I mean, if anybody wants to jump on the White Sox bandwagon, hop on, baby. Now's your time. Hop on. Actually, last year was your time. If you really wanted to jump yeah, on the bandwagon, yeah, it was last year. That's true. Now you're going to be even fucking more crucified for being like, a, oh, you're on the bandwagon. But still, we'll take anybody that we can get. All right, moving on then. Uh, one couple quick things about the NFL. Tom Brady unretires. Uh... I guess he. I guess he just goes back to the Bucks. Yeah, said he's going to sign with the Bucks. Well, it is what it is. I think the Bucks are just going to be the same, pretty much as they were last year. How do you? How do you? Uh, like when you retire, does the last team that you were on get still retain your rights? How does that work? And why can he think, just be like, yeah, I'm going back to them? Contracts, depending on what the contract is. He's not just like a free agent. No. He probably signed like a two-year contract, retired, still had a year left, and then he's going back to the Bucks. I'm assuming if it's at the end of your contract, then you're a free agent, but I think he had a year left on his contract. We'll see. So that happened. Uh, and then a little Bears talk. What do you want to touch about them? Uh, the Bears are just fucking blowing it up. I don't know what they're doing. I like kind of like it in the fact that at least we're doing something. Like, the past five years, we've just done nothing every offseason. At least we're doing something. I don't know if it's good or bad at this point, but we're doing something. So, so far, gotten rid of Khalil Mack, Tariq Cohen, Eddie Goldman. Danny Trevathan. Danny Trevathan. Uh, pretty big-name players. But, I mean, as as you were saying previously... uh clean slate i guess yeah i mean we've been stuck in purgatory for the last fucking five years at least now i know we're gonna we might go to hell for like two years but eventually we'll fucking get there i sure hope so we've done absolutely nothing to better ourselves in the past five years we've done nothing to make ourselves worse in the past five years so at least we're doing something 
So when's the Bears' first draft pick this year? Not in the first round. Second round, right? Yep. Hmm. All right. I don't know. I mean, we're probably going to go into like a, a couple years of like being really shitty. I'll be honest with you. I mean, you got to take advantage of Justin Fields when he's on a rookie contract, though. Yeah, but I mean, like we really, can't. yeah, you can't at this point. I mean, you free up a lot of cap space. Maybe you sign somebody. Who knows? I saw a report that we're going after Juju Smith-Schuster. So there's that. <laughs> what? I mean, we need a wide receiver. Yeah, but Juju? Why not? Did you see the thing about Amari Cooper? He gets traded from the Cowboys to I'll the Browns. I'll take Amari Cooper as well. And then the Browns evidently granted him permission to like seek another trade already. I'll take Amari as well. I'll take them both. Yeah, that'd be wild. How about uh, Chase Claypool? I still think Chase Claypool is under contract. Yeah. Be a wild trade, but I mean, I'll take him as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that happened. Uh, what other sports do we want to touch on? Bulls? Bulls are back. AC's back. Fucking let's go. If anybody stops seeing red in that couple game losing streak, you're a fraud. That was a Fuck that was you. a rough skit. Yeah, it was. But if you're still not, if you're like, if you stop seeing red because of that, fuck you. Yeah. Not a true fan. We ride. We ride with AC. Yeah. And the AC's back. And uh, okay, I I know I'm jumping sports here, but we were supposed to bring this up on Friday's show, and I'm dying to know. Jack got some insider information, some listener, somewhat listener intel on JD Bertrand's actual name. J.D. Bertrand's real name is James David Bertrand. Confirmed. Okay. So at least it's, it's not, not It's not J.D. And it's I thought it was J.D. JD. It's not. It is James David Bertrand. So James David and John Michael. That makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, anticlimactic to say the least. But at but, least we figured it out. Yeah. Like, that was my biggest thing. I didn't give a fuck what his actual name was. I just wanted to know what his real name was you know so james david james david james bertrand straight out of straight out of his high school teacher's mouth <laughs> that's where so we got that's, the info if you from. want the info we Let's got go. the info yep that's some good old uh shed some light intel for you i, I got my sources <laughs> okay um let me see here any other sports that you want to touch on i think that's it Okay, do you have any dumb thoughts? I do have one that I forgot about. Nope. Okay, um, can you believe that there are people out there that pick ham as a breakfast meat? Yeah. Yes, you can believe it, or yes, like, that's kind of weird. No, I can believe it. What? I mean, Wait. like, I'm not I'm not going to pick it. We So we went to uh, McDonald's a couple weeks ago, like probably a month ago now at this time got uh went did the whole like online order of things and we got like a bunch of sausage egg and cheese mcmuffins but they got it wrong and gave us ham egg and cheese okay yeah see that's wild and it's it's like when you think about it there are actually people out there that will go to mcdonald's or anywhere and order a ham egg and cheese okay so see i'm not i'm against that 
I'm in on like if you do like a little like scrambler where it's like a fucking hash browns, eggs, ham, bacon, salt, like everything mixed up, then like, yeah, I'm in on that. Like I'll fuck around a with some skillet? ham. Yeah, like a skillet. Uh, a ham skillet is not yeah. bad. Yeah, but that's, that's what I'm it, saying. When you get it on a sandwich, a breakfast sandwich. Yeah, like if you're willingly choosing, like your three breakfast meats are sausage, bacon, and ham. And if you're willingly choosing ham over the other two, you're a fucking psychopath. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what that, I'm saying. And I, I agree with that. But like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna just fucking cut out all ham from. No, yeah, I, I agree. I, breakfast food. I phrased that poorly, but, like, we got home from that order. Like, I picked it up, and someone made a point. They were like, can you believe that, like, some people actually do order this? When you think about it that way. Especially from McDonald's. McDonald's is the weirdest one. Yeah. Like, out of all the places to order breakfast ham, McDonald's is, like, dead last. Real tough. So. Jukes. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. I don't got any dumb thoughts either. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today. Whatever day it is that you're listening to this, thank you for checking out Shed Some Light. Uh, The description down below does have links to all of our social media as well as our Shed Some Light ESPN Bracket Challenge if you do want to get entered in that. Again, uh, the winner will get some sort of Shed Some Light Miller Light related prize. Um, We should be back on Wednesday, barring any unforeseen circumstances talking some reality TV, and uh, hope everyone has a fantastic start to the week. It's March, March Madness time, and uh, in the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.